0: Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Us, a show dedicated to bringing real help to real couples. I'm your host, Melanie Studley.
1: What's up, guys? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, and together we are high performance
0: marriage coaches. We are cutting through the bullcrap and creating a movement of happy, healthy, badass couples all over the world. Let's go! Dan, it is amazing to have you here. I love having you on the show. And thank you so much for joining me. I'm just going to let you introduce who you are because I will fumble around with it. So Dan Purcell, take it away. Who are you and what do you do? (laughs)
1: Thanks. I'm uh, Dan Purcell. Um, My wife and I are the founders of Get Your Marriage On. And uh, 13 years into our marriage, we've had a good marriage. Um, But a friend opened up to me about his sex life. And if you know anything about me, that was like, I was blushing the whole time. I can't believe I'm having this conversation. People shouldn't be talking about sex. Like, this is such a taboo topic. Like, I don't think we're even supposed to like sex. (laughs) So, but he was really sincere. He was telling me that he and his wife started doing some fun things in the bedroom. And uh, because they've grown closer together sexually, their marriage bond has strengthened tremendously. They're communicating better. Like uh, they're parenting together better. And all these other benefits came from a great sex life. And like, I kind of want that for myself. <laughs> like he was missing something, but I had that huge hurdle to overcome of like feeling shameful about my own sexuality right. and feeling like, is this really okay to like, look at, I don't know, pictures of sex positions or right. <laughs> like read about how to do like stuff in bed. And, uh, but, uh, but once we kind of pushed through that and on the other side of that, holy cow, our marriage just really took off. We started communicating better. We started parenting together too. And the sky was bluer and the grass was greener. And just (laughs) everything in life was like beautiful because we kind of figured these things out.
0: Right, I love that. So we've been
1: on a mission ever since. We want to help couples really overcome sexual shame. Um, But not just that, but like really learn how to have a great intimate marriage Mm -hmm. because there's a lot more than just sex to having a good intimate and Erotic, you know, relationship.
0: Yeah, I love that. I put, like secretly want to know, like, well, how did that conversation with that dude go? You're like, so i practice my golf swing, and like, what, how did that happen? What was the transition? I know, right?
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, man. I, 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 hmm. I think he had a lot of courage, right? <laughs> to open up about that.
0: I love it, though. I mean, I um, think that that's, that is amazing. And I think that it's very much needed. And I, you mentioned mm-hmm. the word, Sexual shame. And I think that it's so important to even talk about that in marriage because I think a lot of times that's not addressed in the marital relationship. Like we think of sexual shame when, I don't even know, like when people are engaged or thinking about getting married or whatever, but it does carry mm-hmm. over into our our actual marriage union. And so I love that you brought yeah. that up and I want to touch on that. And I also want to say too that um one of our goals in in having you on the show is to share the amazing apps that you've created to make this process mm-hmm. easier for couples. So I think that not only did you see like an, an opportunity for growth in your own relationship, your own marriage, but then you said, okay, this is something that's really challenging to learn about, challenging to find resources on. And I know this because you and I have like talked about this for like on the stuff we've done together. And so like it's challenging to to find this stuff without accidentally falling into all the things you don't want. And so I love Mm -hmm. that you, you're like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to create apps that are helpful for couples. I'm going to, you know, kind of go all in. And I just think it's really, really awesome. So I'm excited about talking about like what your apps are, how they help couples and everything. But I want you to talk a minute about like, what did it feel like to start having these conversations with your wife? And, and like, what did you face just personally so that other people can know that they may also like, if they want to have these conversations that they're going to probably feel some of those same things.
1: Yeah. I'm the non-confrontational type. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: this kind of a conversation was super vulnerable for me because at the heart of my question for my wife, when we started our own conversation was, Mm -hmm. am I a good enough lover? Like, Mm -hmm. are you satisfied when we have sex? Because uh, up until that time, my model of what good sex looks like was mm-hmm. super limited. It's like, mm-hmm. as they joke about, you know, in the dark, 10 minutes missionary position, and you're done. That's, <laughs> it's like that was kind of the model. And now I'm realizing for the first time that actually there's more, like most women don't enjoy that type of sex. Mm-hmm. But that was the only model we were given. So that's the only kind of we were experiencing. So super self-conscious, like, Mm -hmm. are you enjoying this? (laughs) Like, is like, am I a good enough lover? (laughs) 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 Exactly. I was so vulnerable. (laughs) Like, so my friend told me about X, Y, and Z. What Mm -hmm. do you think? Like, because I I don't want to come across as someone like, uh, I don't know, a pervert. I don't know what do you call it, right?
0: Right, Exactly.
1: (laughs) And but yet I'm really curious, like Mm -hmm. there might be more here. So it was a really awkward and difficult conversation. And we stayed up to like two AM talking that night. And then up to like one AM the next night. And it Mm -hmm. just went on for a few weeks because we're we're both kind of really unpacking these things Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and having these like heart to heart conversations.
0: Wow, wow. That's fascinating. So like what without, you know, spilling all the beans, I guess, like what were some of her (laughs) responses? You know, I want to respect like your privacy and everything, but like, of course, Uh what was sort of her initial like actually what what made it so that you were staying up until 2 a.m.? Like, what was it that you were talking about? What did it bring up for you guys?
1: Uh, It brought up a lot of things like, for example, other sexual behaviors like, Mm -hmm. you know, different sex positions or even like, let's say oral sex, different Mm -hmm. ways couples can enjoy, you know, intimate connection. Like, Mm -hmm. is this okay? Is this okay for us? Mm. like uh okay other people do it but does that mean it's okay for us to do Mm -hmm. like where is that line part of it too is like recognizing that for good intentions a lot of the our model of sexuality has been handed to us um and we just kind of absorbed it without really consciously thinking about it for ourselves Mm -hmm. and making decisions for ourselves Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and that's a scary thing it's like um It's like a kid moving away to college. You're living on your own for the first time, doing your own laundry, getting up yourself, and then you get sick and you have to take care of yourself the first time. Mm. It's scary because you're you're on your own, right? You're no Mm. longer relying on someone else. Sexually Mm. speaking, it's that venture of like, all right, we've been kind of given these guardrails that have helped us to this point, but now we're realizing there's limitations with it. Mm. So what are we going to learn and do differently in light of this new information that we have?
0: I love that. And I think part of me, this is funny. This is just what I think. And it's funny uh, because I know you and because you're an app developer, like you're an engineer, like you are. Yeah. For lack of I'm a nerd. Better, uh-huh. for la- I was going to say you're a nerd and that's <laughs> cool. I literally imagine you having like a, a sheet, like a checklist. Be like, okay. Uh, and then you go like, okay, so it worked for this person, but doesn't work for us. Is it okay? And you're like, I need this data. <laughs> and then you have it like in a... <laughs>
1: Is totally not that way at all. That sounds that sounds ridiculous. I like that? that idea
0: though. That makes me smile. <laughs> I have to razz you, Dan. It just happened. Um, but I love. I but, love. I want to point out really quick. Sorry to cut you off, but I want to say this. I love that you talked about it before trying it, and maybe. And I could be wrong. Like you could be trying sync but I think where a lot of couples get um, into the weeds and they kind of cause more problems than solutions is that they attempt to just like do the thing without having the conversation about if the thing works for us or if the thing feels connecting to us. And so I don't know. I, I just feel like that stood out as you were sharing kind of your process on it, but yes, equally
1: as bad as equal as bad is mm-hmm. they ruminate and hold mm-hmm. it in and they have that conversation with their spouse, but only in their own head <laughs> over oh, yeah. and over and over again. Yeah. And I think either way is also harmful. Yeah because no matter which way you go you're avoiding the the discomfort of you know having a difficult conversation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah. So until mm-hmm. you're willing to have that courage to whether to to push through that discomfort. Yeah. And just you need to have that courage to do it and mm-hmm. have those difficult conversations. Until yeah. you do that you're never going to find, you know, peace in either mm-hmm. in either way.
0: Can I ask you a question that might be super personal, but like it, I think it's helpful and I think it applies Uh because we, again, we work with coaching clients and so do you, like you have clients, we have clients. And the thing that we find a lot on our podcasts and when people write in on our show is that typically what, and now this is going to sound very sort of like gendered and broad brush strokes here, but what it usually sounds like is the husband is most concerned about his sexual experience and not as much concerned about if his wife is enjoying it is what we hear a lot. And it also could just be that that's how women perceive it, so there could be a mix of both things there. But what mm-hmm. what in your sort of the way that you work with your clients and and the things that you do and the apps that you create like tell me sort of the ethos behind where and how you created these things to be life-giving to both partners. Now I know that sounds a little bit silly, like DOI, why wouldn't we be doing that? But a lot of people don't. And so I want to know like your heart behind um, it being unifying for both partners in the couple. Like, just tell me what your thoughts are on that.
1: Okay. So taking that gendered approach. Okay. Let me think this through. So um, there might be a little bit of truth in that where you hear women say, you know, all he wants is sex Mm -hmm. from me. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of what you're saying. Yes. Or it's all about him and his pleasure. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think uh, speaking for myself and for many of the men that I coach, they get just as much if not more satisfaction out of their wife's pleasure than Mm -hmm. their own pleasure in the moment. Mm -hmm. And I know this because if you ever ever read journal accounts of men recounting their most, um, you know, earth shattering or amazing sexual experiences they Mm -hmm. have nine out of 10 of those accounts are talking just as much about her and what she's Mm -hmm. doing Mm -hmm. than about him compared Mm -hmm. to women who journal about the same thing. It's mostly about her and her pleasure and, and how she was whisked away. So men derive a tremendous amount of pleasure out of pleasing their woman. Mm -hmm. Uh, However, I think uh, for a lot of men, sex is the gateway to emotional connection, and that's mm-hmm. what I think a lot of women miss because mm-hmm. they feel like there's no emotional connection here. All they want is sex.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How am I supposed to engage sexually with this person when we kind of not on the same page? Right. And I think there's some biological reasons for that. Um, in general, women have you know better – they're better at articulation. They're better at speech. They're better at uh, verbal communication. They pick up on cues – better than men do their sense of hearing is better than men <laughs> so uh they have this great advantage and that's that's and i think for biological reasons like if you're if you're raising a mm-hmm. child that mm-hmm. you just gave birth to you're going to want to have super senses in those areas mm-hmm. for the family's survival so uh but men on the other hand they tend to where they lack in maybe the verbal side They make up for in the physical side. So Mm -hmm. they might not be as very verbal, but they communicate a lot by the way they are physically, but through their touch, through Mm -hmm. their body language, and so on. So sex to a lot of men is very emotional. It's through their physicality is how they're expressing their their love, their desire, and their desire for connection and union with this Mm -hmm. beautiful person that they're with.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I love that. And I, I think where it is challenging, I'm it, literally just thinking in my own marriage, it does feel like because they're such opposite they're such opposite um functions of expression or forms of expression, I I resonate when it's like my <clears throat> wife will write in and be like, He only wants sex and blah blah blah, like he just wants to touch me. But then I look at my husband and he's like, yeah, I do just want to touch you. Like, that's how I show, like that, that is how I experience this. And so I love that, like your work gives more validation to that. And I think there's not enough validation for that uh, in this, this marriage space in the world, if that makes sense, that the men's physicality is the expression. It's the sort of primary expression, mostly for men to express all of those things. And I would love for women to, myself included, to have a more open mind to that a more open heart to it and to hear it with like new ears, I guess. And to see it in a new way, because I think we do, I mean, I know again, t- talking to myself here, I do a disservice to my sex life by not honoring the, even the little physical ways that Seth wants to express his love for me. I'm like, ah, not right now. Right. Like that pff, bat it his hand away or whatever. Um, and he's uh-huh. never, I mean, he knows that I'm, like that. So he doesn't ever push it, but I mean, again, kind of preaching to myself as I hear myself (laughs) hear you, but, uh, but I just love that, like the way that you approached all of it is so balanced and, and really holistic and you've done research and I just really, really love that. I appreciate it a lot. Um, so why don't we dive in to the apps, the sexy, sexy apps that you have made and what they do, and I want to kind of give, not even kind of, I want to give a long time for you to like talk about and dive deep into the elements of the apps, like why they're so amazing, why they're so helpful. And then of course, feedback that you've received from people using the apps. Um, I would just love to, to really take a deep dive. And so where do you want to start? I know you have two that we wanted to focus on today. How about we do this? How yes. about we do, let's start with Intimately Us. And I want you to Intimately tell me. Us. Yeah. Go so for this it. was
1: the concept for this was born out of those uh, weeks of late night conversations with my wife, and we we're really unpacking and untangling sex. And we, for us, it felt like we kind of finally gave ourselves permission to thoroughly enjoy each other, mm. and it awakened something in both of us. This like creativity that was latent, and so it was like all of a sudden, like. Bedroom time was playtime. And we were <laughs> really creative in the way we started enjoying each other. And, like, we'd banter about it all day and talk about what we're going to do next. And it just opened up just this uh, area that just lay dormant in our relationship. Mm-hmm. One of the things that really helped us connect was making sex more playful and fun, like making mm-hmm. it a game. Because when your brain is in play mode, you're far more open to connection than it is, mm-hmm. like, know, like this is a task to accomplish kind of a yeah. thing. And when I, as I coach couples, one of the things I'm realizing this pattern is they might complain about frequency of sex. Like mm-hmm. we don't have sex enough. It's only once a month or whatever their complaint right. is. But what they're really lacking is this playful element, this erotic tension in mm-hmm. that relationship. And so developing and cultivating that, Takes effort and time, so a couple could be, you know, having sex that's very mechanical, and yes, they're checking the box, but it's void of this playful dimension. Yeah. Or you can have a couple that can only get together once a month, but when they do, there's this there's this playful side to this where they're kind of in a new, you know, frame of mind together, and it's going to mm-hmm. be very deeply nourishing and fun. And it mm-hmm. doesn't have to last hours either. Right. It's all about your approach. Right. So I wanted to provide an app that creates games that kind of help facilitate that part of a people's brain. So it's full of tons of bedroom games. Uh, some of them are goofy. Uh, some of them are more like intense. <laughs> like one goofy one's called Battle Strip. It's like <laughs> Battleship, but it's for pieces of clothing. So you try to sink the other person's boxers, and they're trying to sink her bra or whatever. <laughs>
0: um uh, well we i have, have to say games. a funny caveat about that one because i think i remember you explaining it to me and it was so funny because you're like so if they're wearing clothes but they their partner sinks their underwear they have to like take their pants off take their underwear off then put their pants back on which i think is like yes. brilliant like you made it so much funnier i don't know why that makes it so much funnier but uh-huh. yeah so i love that one what was the next one that you were gonna say
1: the main one is this game where you uh, you take turns, like the man and the woman. They take turns. Like, uh. So the husband will go first, and I might be. They have a prompt, and mm-hmm. these are random prompts, and it gets spicier as it goes. So it might start with like, give her a back rub, and then mm-hmm. for her turns, like tell them a time when you felt really uh, uh, desired by him or something. Mm-hmm. So you kind of go back and forth, and it gets spicier and spicier as it goes. And these are all customizable. You can turn off categories of types of prompts if you're not, you know, comfortable with certain mm-hmm. suggestions.
0: Yeah. And don't you have like words? Is this, you have certain words. Don't you have that where you like ask people yeah, the yeah. words that they prefer? So tell, tell us about that. Cause I think that's so genius.
1: So a lot of couples have a bedroom language or want to develop a bedroom language. That's mm-hmm. uh, just for them. So, for example, some couples get really turned off by very clinical terms for parts of the body. Right. So you can go in this app, this part, and it's like a questionnaire. What word do you want to use for this? What mm-hmm. word do you want to use for that? And you can use those words. And it will, throughout the whole app, it'll use your words to substitute for certain things.
0: Right. That's so and brilliant. Yeah.
1: It is. Because that adds to that eroticism, that playfulness, mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. for those things. There's fun games in there like... Um, uh connect four play. <laughs> it's like the old connect four where you drop tiles in the different <laughs> columns, but uh, on each tile is written a foreplay move like um you know back rub or other other really spicy things
0: too. Right, right.
1: And then you're you're competing with your spouse and if you're the one that gets the four in a row, you get to collect those four um, foreplay favors. So <laughs>
0: You're so fun. genius. I mean, you're brilliant. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Keep now, on. <laughs> so there's
1: other games too. But there's a um, another big aspect of this app is a daily intimacy challenge. Mm-hmm. So I've learned that you'll, uh, you and your spouse can grow far closer by doing little f- five-minute things every day mm-hmm. consistently over time than large, grandiose trips to Europe mm-hmm. once mm-hmm. in a while alone. Right. So it's the little tiny things that matter. So the app provides prompts. And this is a new app update that we've done where you can actually design your own s- prompts and you can schedule them. So you can, with your spouse, sit down and calendar out, okay, you know, the next few weeks, we're going to be busy. I'm out of town these days. Uh, I know we've got late nights on these times. What uh-huh. are we going to do to make sure we're spending time together, even if it's five minutes or less? Yeah. What little thing can we do? So you can, like, design your own
0: like, That's amazing. plan around we yeah. going to be
1: intimate. And it doesn't always have to mean sex, but how are yeah. we going to be intimate here? So that's that's another thing. Now, connected to that calendar idea, you can also track all the times you and your spouse have had sex if you want to. Track that. Brilliant. Uh, tra- track your date nights. Um, and we just added a menstrual tracker. So you can Brilliant. track your cycle. And plan intimacy or trips, or whatever, around your cycle. And it's it's pretty good, pretty That's accurate.
0: Brilliant. Okay, so. let me say a thing about that. Again, I said you're brilliant like eight times. I'm gonna say it again. You're brilliant. Um, that is so genius. And I get okay, for listeners who are not familiar with tracking their cycle or why it matters. So tracking your cycle is good for a bunch of reasons. I only started doing it because let's say funny backstory. My neighbor had a teenage daughter, and she's like, Oh, I'm having her track her cycle because she gets really mad when she's PMSing and like yells at her brother for three days. And I had to get like some awareness that, Hey, you're actually PMSing and you're like tearing your brother's mind apart by being so unkind to him. Like you need to stop, track your cycle. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's genius to track your cycle, literally to stop yourself from arguing. Cause I would find myself that I was also doing that. Once I had the awareness from my friend and her kid, I was like, Oh, I should do that for myself. But then an amazing thing happened. I started tracking my cycle and I realized that, and I'm sure you already know this, Dan, but like there are certain days within your cycle. So not not your period, but your whole cycle throughout the month that you like, and, and this just is for me, like the two days following my period, I could have sex every day, all day. Like, I don't know why. I have no idea why I didn't understand mm-hmm. it until I started tracking it. And so that to me is like those, if I had this app and I used it the, in this new setting where you're scheduling the like, We're going to set this thing and do this intimacy on these days. I would highlight those days as being like, these are like chandelier sex days. You know what I mean? Like Uh swinging from the chandeliers (laughs) because those are the days that I'm actually, my body is ready for all of that. And I don't have to get it into the mood for that, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But again, I think you're just so like you're, you're, you're connecting all the things in all of the great ways. So that's just amazing. Keep on talking.
1: <laughs> Another fun thing you can do in the app is a feature we call conquests and it gives you a map of the world and you can drop a pin all the places in the world where you've done it or where you want to do it. So Oh my
0: gosh, <laughs> this is like Seth's dream. Like the tracking uh-huh. sex part and then the conquest. Part. I mean literally I was talking to you on a, on our Instagram live the other day and we were talking about mm-hmm. our trip to Europe and Seth literally said, "It was my goal." To have sex with you in every location that we went. I didn't know that till we got home. And he's like, I'm so mad. We like missed Morocco or something. Like we went somewhere and didn't have sex. And he was like, I was so mad. I was like, I didn't know that's what you're doing. So again, genius. Keep talking about it. Conquest. Keep talking. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. So just be careful. You don't turn it into like stamping the passport sex, but like, <laughs> I don't know. You can be really playful and fun about this thing. Now you and your if you download the app and your spouse downloads the app, you can sync it. So what you put in your app they see and what you put in your app they see and there's certain parts that are shared. For example, you can both create a, a bucket list, a sexy bucket list. you can dream and the app gives you lots of prompts and suggestions too. but you can think about all the fun things that you ever want to do and you can create a bucket list. Uh, there's parts in there to like sometimes it's really helpful to have reminders of why you love your spouse, especially mm-hmm. when things aren't that great. So you can put in lists of things. Or if you want to just put it in to share with your spouse. There's, like, mm. those kinds of things, too. There's ways to explore fantasy and um, and share those things, too, within the app. But the app has a really in-depth learn section. And we have, mm. I think, close to 200, maybe 250 articles by now. That's on, across a variety of topics. The most popular ones are, like, how to, you know perform oral sex on a man mm-hmm. how to perform oral sex on a woman mm-hmm. it's really a detailed guide but mm-hmm. it's uh it's not cringy it's right really respectful mm-hmm. um there's other guides on like uh how just how to make sex fun like mm-hmm. so you want to have sex in the shower well and you're kind of interested in that but don't know how well mm-hmm. here's some ideas for you or um or some more you know funnier and wilder things i right. guess you can say but there's even an article on how to grapefruit in the, in the app, too.
0: <laughs> so. I don't know what that means. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me explain it to you.
0: <laughs> You're supposed to say, no, get the app.
1: <laughs> get the app. <laughs> and then they'll tell you. <laughs> there, and, you know, discussions on anatomy and things like that, too, on how to, like, understand your body better. And, um, and so it re- really is a resource on mm-hmm. how to make sex really fun for couples. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that, that's the uh, the the whole of intimately us. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, around Valentine's Day, usually is a very popular time to download the app because you want something really special to kind of enjoy and kind of have fun, yeah. let your hair down with your spouse. And I think apps like this really help are like icing on the cake.
0: Yeah, and sense. I want to say too, like for ladies. Um, now this is, again, kind of like talking to myself a little bit, but (laughs) I, so I know that I want to grow my intimacy with my husband. I know it's a a vital part of my marriage. And and again, ladies, I'm talking to you because I know that most of our male listeners are like, I'm going to eat it right now. I already have, you know, like by like you started two sentences in and they've already downloaded it. And I think women are going to be less inclined. Maybe they might feel more hesitant or whatever, but ladies, if you really want to grow in your marriage, like what Dan was saying is that this is a vital part of it, especially for men. You can make it playful. You can make it fun. You can sort of switch your mindset around it. And I encourage you to download it now. Get it now. Like pause the episode. Go get it in the app store. Again, intimately us. It's, that's the name of the app. It's easy to find. It's beautiful colors. You can find it and, and challenge yourself to show up differently for intimacy in your marriage. Again, I'm like halfway talking to myself, but, um, I just know that sometimes, again, ladies, like we leave this stuff up to our husbands and then we get mad at them when they bring it up. So let's not put them in that double bind. Let's take charge and go download it yourself. Encourage, I encourage you. I'm just encouraging the ladies to take this on. Um, So that was my little soapbox moment. I will get down off the soapbox and let you continue to talk. So was there anything else on Intimately Us or do you want to go to Just Between Us?
1: Let's talk about Just Between Us. So my wife and I, (laughs) we have six kids (laughs) and we like to flirt over text messaging. And we quickly realize uh, we have some problems because our kids can get to our phones and see some stuff we don't want them to see. We needed a really private way to chat. Um, And there's also the problem of using, I don't know, let's say we used Facebook Messenger or Mm -hmm. uh, Signal or um, WhatsApp or these other apps that say things can be encrypted. The challenge, though, is it's still a platform where you can communicate with many other people. So Mm, there's still a risk that I can (laughs) accidentally send something to the wrong person. (laughs) So we created this app that's super secure, double encrypted, everything like that. And you can only chat with one other person. And it's Mm -hmm. the one person that you're synced to. There's Mm -hmm. no possible way to message someone other than your spouse. Right. And so uh, it's called Just Between Us, and we've added some really fun and uh, silly elements to it to kind of make it kind of lighthearted. Like mm-hmm. certain emojis have certain uh, tricks that that happen <laughs> in the chat and, of course, photos and videos you can send to each other. There's a photo vault feature where you can take photos in advance, and uh, so they're kind of stored in your mm-hmm. phone. And then when the occasion arises, you can,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know. Then right. send that message later. So
0: Right. And I want to be photos. like yeah, uh-huh. like super clear what Dan is talking about. Dan is too nice to say it in a naughty way. <laughs> He's talking about sexy photos. He ain't talking about photos of your like field trip or go and see a farm. He's not talking about that. He is talking <laughs> <Unless> about that's se-
1: <laughs> part of the tri-
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dan, that was funny. I love that the most. Uh, but he's talking about like, take like sexy, sexy photos and videos and like maybe photos of sexy things you're doing with your spouse. Like you can keep them double encrypted, meaning ain't no app developer looking at them on the back end of the app. They can't see no. them and they can't accidentally be sent to your grandma or your the principal of your kid's school, right? Like you're, it's a way to keep your intimate, sexy, saucy photos all in one spot, away from your children. You have um you have password protection stuff. Like so tell me all the more details, but I know you're you just keep saying photos and videos and really you mean you mean the down and, and dirty, greedy stuff. That's what you mean. Yeah, and yeah. text messages. It's
1: a, yeah, it's a great sexting app. I guess we'll yes. just say it that way. <laughs> yes, yes.
0: <laughs> but tell us more about so, like other, other features of it.
1: Uh, another one is thumb kisses. If you're both apart, but you're you know, chatting back and forth, you can hit a button and the screen will show your thumbprint and your mm. spouse's thumbprint. And if they align on the screen on the same spot at the same time, both phones will vibrate wherever so they are. Cute. It's kind of cute.
0: <laughs> it's very cute. cute. Not kind of cute. It's super cute.
1: It's super cute. The <laughs> best way to use this app, though, I think, is to build up anticipation for your next mm. date night. You can say... Mm. Hey, hey sexy. What's you up to? Like And like just keep that banter going, keep uh-huh. that um, just just create more erotic tension in your relationship is really like hey, here's a sneak peek of what might be coming. right let's see or there's also like we have some canned messages that you can send each other. Uh, let me read to you some of them they're kind yeah. of funny, but they're like um, uh, let's see uh, open. You'll have to edit this out. Sorry, Melanie.
0: No, I'm not editing this out. It's fun. We're having a good time. Uh, You're trying to find it. Uh,
1: uh, okay, I can. So you can do. Um, all right. Here's some sexy ones. Um,
0: you have to say it in your sexy add- voice. <laughs> 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 Oh, that was good. I'm cracking myself up. Keep on. <laughs> I, have
1: a sur- I have a surprise for you. <laughs> S- something big is coming up. <laughs> Keep on. Uh, your clothes look best on the floor.
0: Nice, nice. <laughs>
1: or later, like it's like, we have a date with a bed and our clothes have a date with the floor. <laughs> <laughs> or there's a... There's something I need to get off my chest and it's a photo of a bra.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. How Mm -hmm. many of those prompts are there? Like, is it
1: there's, there's maybe 50 total. Oh, awesome. So mm -hmm.
0: that's so fun. How many other, some of them
1: were more mild and romantic. Those are more spicy ones, but mm -hmm. there's a lot of them.
0: I love that. They say,
1: do what you love. Well, Mm -hmm. I love you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Love it. Um, what other features are in just between us that you think are like real, I mean, this app is already set apart. Everything you make is already set apart. Cause you've thought it out in such an amazing way, but like what mm-hmm. specifically in just between us do you think is like, you wish that people knew before, like if they knew that that was in there, they would get it. You know what I mean? Is there stuff like that? That's like hard to share in a one liner, but you're like, it's so important and vital.
1: I think the, the heart of it is you need a safe space away mm-hmm. from the mundane things of everyday life, away from the shopping lists, away mm-hmm. from the pickup. Johnny at this time from piano lessons, like you need a space for you and your to carve out mm-hmm. for your erotic life. Yeah. And that's what this app really provides. It's I love a that. Safe space for
0: that. Yeah. It's kind of funny to think of even that term, your erotic life. Like how many couples listening are like, I don't have that. Like right. I don't even have yeah. that. Um, and I mm-hmm. just am thinking, again, we work with clients all the time and we, this is stuff we help clients wa- walk through. And so I know that most of the couples that we talk to have almost no sex life at all. And I feel like mm-hmm. this to, to say, oh, you're working on your erotic life sounds like a foreign concept, right? And I, I love right. that you're... And and again, part of the problem, the reason it is a foreign concept is where do you do that? Like f- like just logistically, I can't put mm-hmm. stuff in my regular calendar because our calendar. I use the like I use an an iPad on the wall sometimes, so like the kids see the calendar. So our children are like, "What does that mean, Mom? <laughs> you, I will never tell you." <laughs> no. Like, so you can't just have things there, right? And then the same, we actually have the like family thing on our iPads and stuff. So if mm-hmm. I get a text, the kids can see it sometimes, like full, like 100. They're like, "Oh, Dad just sent you a text saying that you need to pick up." pizza after taekwondo or whatever. Um so lord knows we're not using general phone devices to communicate any of this stuff. So I think that this is so brilliant and uh, and again, I'm going to kind of throw this out there for couples. If you want to have this erotic sex life, this erotic life with your partner, this is the perfect opportunity and place to start that safely. You know that it's not going you know, to your great uncle Ned or whatever, it's not going to be sent to the wrong person. It's not going to be sent to your kid's iPad that they share with you or whatever. Um, actually also talk about the, the protect, like the password protection stuff on it. Cause I just think that that's a good feature for people to understand.
1: So all these apps that we create, you can password protect it, face ID or pin number or Mm -hmm. thumbprint or whatever is on your phone, whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. And, uh, if you forget your PIN, I don't have a way to recover it for you. Sorry, because it's really that secure. Wow! You'll have to delete the app and reinstall it if oh, that's darn. the case. So, uh huh. So set the PIN and then don't forget it. But, right. Um, yeah, those that really helps protect. And so, uh, also depending on the version of which app you have, you can't screenshot the mm. app. So, mm. like. Um, In a text conversation, if it's, you know, in just between us, you can't like Mm -hmm. screenshot that and send it to someone else.
0: Right. Brilliant. Uh, So
1: it protects things like that. So there's some privacy things in Mm -hmm. place.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. I love that. I love that so much. Again, I encourage you stop listening right now pause and go to the app store. And get just between us and then get intimately us. If you didn't do it the first time, get them both because they're both really, really, really amazing. Um, I do want to take some time, Dan, and talk about the work that you do because you do work with couples. And I just want to like throw that out there. We can have a conversation about that because I think what you're doing is really, really awesome. I know this is like off the cuff. I didn't prepare you to talk mm-hmm. about this. So tell no, us what to. you do. Yeah.
1: So uh, over over the years, um, growing in my own intimacy and also receiving specific training, I've learned this i'm a coach i I coach couples similar to what you do melanie and Mm -hmm. i want to tell you about a story yesterday i'm coaching this couple yesterday it's our first session together and they're in a marriage where he wants sex a lot and she doesn't and uh they've been married a long time they're empty nesters now now they're facing this new chapter in life and it's like This is, our marriage is so good in so many other areas. Mm -hmm. This is just like the one area that I wish things were better. Like Mm -hmm. we get along so well. And uh, so I'm talking to the husband that wants sex more than his wife does. And uh, in the middle of the session, I say, okay, I want you to reach over and just touch your spouse. Are you okay Mm -hmm. with that? And they're on good terms, so Mm -hmm. touching is not an issue. So he reaches over and puts his arm on on her shoulder and kind of his hand on the back of her neck, just kind of touch her mm-hmm. and say, okay, I'm going to turn my computer the other way so I'm not looking at you, <laughs> so it's not awkward. <laughs> and for a minute, I want you to touch your wife, and while you're touching her, I want you to think about everything you appreciate about her, mm. about you love about her, about you adore her, and just absolutely cherish her in this moment. And about a minute later, I turned my computer back over and she's in tears. Oh, like, she's like, I, she was like, I am so surprised, you know, when you're describing the exercise, I was like, yeah, no big deal. And then he started touching me in a way that like, I feel so loved mm. and appreciated mm. by this man. And just to drive the point home, I said, like, you know, after a moment we've and said, okay. Now I want you to do the exact same touch, exact same motion with your hand, exact same everything, you know, same part of the body and everything. Mm -hmm. Now I want you to think like, I can't wait to get you in bed. You know, you're Mm -hmm. you're super sexy and hot. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to, you know, hump you out of (laughs) whatever is I can't wait to touch your boobs. I don't know. I want you to think (laughs) about these things while you touch her. And then it didn't last very long until they're like, okay, she's like. I get the difference. It's like right. same motion, same behavior, mm-hmm. but there's something invisible that's communicated in touch. Mm. Uh uh just the thought and intent behind it, she could feel, she could perceive that, she could yeah. map that from her husband.
0: Oh, wow. And
1: every time he touches her, her complaint is, it's like he just wants to grab me because he wants to have sex with me. Right. And because he probably does,
0: he yeah, right. with her.
1: but that type of touch isn't opening her up to connection, right. right? So when we practiced the touch that was about cherishing and really mm-hmm. appreciating, she like melted. Yeah, like, that's what I'm craving. That's what I need. And he, is like, I could tell a difference in the way I'm touching too, even though the motions mm-hmm. the same, like the part right. of the body is the same. So that's my takeaway. Like, there's so much that could be communicated in your touch and coaching is like what Melanie offers and what we offer is helping you understand your relationship and your dynamic and what's mm-hmm. really going on below the surface. Mm-hmm. You can say the same words, but with a different intent behind it, it comes across very differently. We help you kind of understand yourself in these coaching sessions right? so that you can have a really good sex life.
0: That's amazing. I love that um, you use that example, that like real life story, because we see that in um, with our clients too, is that like, especially again, because you work sort of in the same realm that we work in we see that without the emotional connection the physical connection especially for women is almost non-existent if they don't feel seen truly respected truly cared for truly like adored they turn off they just shut down and um they can again this is sort of like broad generalizations here but women can kind of fake it for a while we can kind of just like show up and try But um, I encourage men to sign up for anything that Dan offers. You offer a lot of different programs. I I, I know I think you have like some courses and then you do coaching and like there's lots of stuff that you have. But I want to throw that out to the men and encourage you like get the emotional training that makes sex and intimacy so much different. It's so much more rewarding than just the physical act. And there's kind of no way to communicate that until you've experienced it. You know what I mean, Dan? Like, a, how, do you mm-hmm. even, how would you even communicate the difference? Let's just try. Let's try. Let's try to communicate the difference of like, like okay, sex. Like sex, it's just like the physical body part. And then like really connected sex. Can we do that? How do we do that?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, you can tell. You can tell like if, I don't know, in this scenario you gave, like mm-hmm. you can tell she's just putting out. Like right. use my body. Let's just mm-hmm. get this over and done with. She may never mm-hmm. say those words, mm-hmm. but that's being communicated in it. Humans are absolutely fantastic at communicating. People mm-hmm. say couples complain we have we have poor communication. Uh, no, you're communicating a lot, and your right. what you're communicating is just that you don't like. <laughs> what right. is getting communicated. Right.
0: That's <laughs> right? so well said.
1: <laughs> by not by not talking, you're communicating that. <laughs>
0: Right, I don't want right. To
1: talk to you. Right. So, the, um, so that I, I believe that uh, there is that, I, I don't know what to call it. Let's call it a spiritual dimension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, yeah. To the way we engage sexually. And uh, that has profound meaning. Yeah. And we're so, meaning making machines.
0: Yeah. I love that. Again, you're genius. Um, I want you to talk a little bit more about what that, because you said you can tell the difference. And I think that we do hear men say um, that they know when their wife is just sort of like doing it for them and not in like the Mm -hmm. loving way, not in the like, I'm doing this because I love you way. It's like, I'm doing this because you'll just continue to like bug me about it. So just hurry up and get it done. And So tell me from a man's perspective, what that feels like, like, what does it feel like to your Mm. heart? What does it feel like in all of the ways? Um, Again, I'm partially doing this for women to know that that's a thing because they might not know that's a thing. Um, But also to give men like a chance to understand that someone else out there gets this and they're helping like you help men figure out how to get out of that trap and you help couples. So like, what does it feel like when your wife just goes fine, just do it, whatever. I don't even care.
1: She never does that to <laughs> me, so, so yeah, I don't she know. She wouldn't,
0: I... <laughs> but I know what you mean. But yeah,
1: <laughs> just kidding. Okay, all right. Let me put myself in that mindset. So, um, we talked a lot. We mentioned earlier how sex is like a gateway to emotional connection.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it feels like there's a dam in the way. Like I want to express this. I want to connect.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: even though we're trying the physical motions of that. Mm-hmm. I still can't for lack of a better word, penetrate (laughs) her heart. Right. I can penetrate her body, but I can't (laughs) penetrate her, her mind and her heart. Right. With this. And so, um, there, um, there very much is this desire to like, it feels empty Mm
0: -hmm.
1: when you have sex without that, uh, connection that you're after. Now, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying every time you have sex has to be that way. There's a time and a place for sex purely for the pleasure of it mm-hmm. or purely for the excitement of it. Mm-hmm. Like we've had sex before at an airport. <laughs> like, okay, I won't go into any details. We did it purely for the excitement and the thrill of it. And um, uh, it was a bucket of like for how? us, right?
0: Where? That's no, my... Not like, telling you no, anything. It, nope, it's so that's scary a... <laughs> sounding. <laughs> oh my gosh. We had a, a layover. Man. So <laughs> <laughs>
1: we we had a layover. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man all right. you're a brave soul oh my
1: goodness that's on public record
0: it's, it's, on okay, it's, okay. it's okay
1: so but the idea is like there are times it doesn't have to be all like serious and connecting yes. you yeah. had sex to goof around sometimes right. so um but the for most men i believe they really want that connection, kind of... so right. there, there is this part. So let let me tell you a personal story again mm-hmm. um, of where Does it I this. an
0: Airport. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm
1: just no, kidding. this is this is a usual Saturday morning, um, <laughs> and I've been really stressed with work. And when I'm stressed, my sexual desire goes down. And I know mm-hmm. that's not the case for a lot of for mm-hmm. some people. When they're stressed, their sexual desire goes up. Mm-hmm. For me, it, it goes way down, and. Um, So I'm stressed with work and family, just a lot of stuff going on. Mm -hmm. And uh, we went on a date Friday night, and we usually end date night with sex. Mm -hmm. But this particular night, it didn't end that way. And I was actually relieved that it didn't end that way because I I don't have desire. And I'm ashamed that I don't have the usual Mm -hmm. spunk and desire that I usually Mm -hmm. have. Mm -hmm. So we go to bed, and we we cuddle in bed. And in the morning, uh, we wake up together, and she gets out of bed and... Undresses naked, and she comes back in bed. She wants to have sex, mm-hmm. and I just start telling her like, "I am so sorry. I don't have any desire. No. I don't think I can get there." Right. And I'm just kind of making excuses, right? Right. And she's like, "That's fine. I'll just, I'll just uh, enjoy myself then." And so and that's all you she need to hear. <laughs> she does, and then all of a sudden, I start getting aroused, and then desire shows up. Mm. but I had just told her that I don't have desire. So I have this pride issue, right? My ego is now in the way. Like I just made a show of like apologizing that I can't get there this morning. And I'm so sorry. And now that I might be able to get there, am I going to swallow my pride and Mm. like, okay, engage fully and give her my all, or am I going to stay in my, cozy defensive right. woe is me self and um and and regret my decision right. Later. right right so i had a decision to make and it was a real serious decision because it's like yeah i think a lot of couples experience this exact same mm-hmm. dilemma like here's sex presented to me at first i'm not into it all mm. then i start feeling some desire but I kind of have my ego to protect or my facade Mm. to protect. Like, Mm. can you, it really, sex really does force you to humble yourself sometimes Mm. and really like, what is getting in the way here? And a lot of that struggle is not your spouse, even though you might think it is, it's really with yourself. So when you're willing to really take on yourself and wrestle yourself, Mm -hmm. it really, it takes effort, but like, you're going to put your best self first Mm -hmm. and, that, I think, is the gateway to really good connecting sexual experience. It's not just, fine, I'll just give you this to right. please you. It's like, no, I'm really going to lean into mm-hmm. what this uh, – it, it takes – got to ditch the ego.
0: I love that. I think that's super important for not only men to hear but for women to hear too because I think a lot of times if your default setting is like, I don't want this, I'm too busy for this, or I'm not in the mood right now – you can be persuaded otherwise, but not coerced, right? So your wife Mm -hmm. did not coerce you. She just said, okay, well, I'll be over here doing my own thing. And it persuaded you like in all the great ways. And then Mm -hmm. again, like you had a choice to make. Do I join in on that or do I stay with my pride over here? But I guess, again, I'm going to call a lot of women out on this one because I know that I've done this and that if I could change my energy around it, I can change my energy. my erotic life in my marriage. And so I don't, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I know that's like, a. also your wife sounds like a baddie. I mean, I know, I know her, but she's like, she's a baddie. She knows, which I love. And a baddie yeah, she's is a good amazing.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome.
0: So where can people find out about, so tell us again about your apps, where they get them, and then tell us about where they can find about out about coaching.
1: Uh, my website is getyourmarriageon.com. So you can find my apps, you can find my coaching and everything all right there. You can also look at the App Store, uh, both Google Play and Apple App Store, for Mm -hmm. Intimately Us and Just Between Us. And I'm on Instagram at GetYourMarriageOn.
0: Awesome. And then you do events and retreats and stuff, right? That are like local to where you are? Tell us about those.
1: Yes. Uh, Even though they're local here, um, we have no locals that attend. There (laughs) are people from all over the country come. I live in a beautiful part of the world called St. George, Utah. Mm -hmm. And it's like... um, it's like the secret's out, unfortunately.
0: Oh no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, like, it's like the new Sedona, but with yeah. like seven times more things to offer, because That's so there's cool. national parks close by, state parks, outdoorsy. Anyway, mm. uh, I do these retreats once or twice a year, and they're like an intense weekend where we unpack everything to do with intimacy in your relationship. They're really small, like mm-hmm. limited to up to 20 couples mm-hmm. and they're really fun. We we're yeah. going to do like ATV riding in the desert. We're going to go canyoneering. Plus, we have oh. a private chef cooking all the meals, like gourmet chef on site. So we've got that's like uh, my love language. My love experience. language
0: is private chef.
1: It's food, <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? It's like no, it's private chef. <laughs> there's acts of service. There's whatever <laughs> words of affirmation, and then private chef. Uh, so, what, is your retreat already full? Is it already booked up? It's
1: sold out. Yes, uh, oh, but man. sign up on my waiting list because yeah. we have other
0: events yeah yeah i would say do sign up because uh having attended a an intimacy retreat in the past. It changes how you see all of the stuff. So, if this is something that you want to grow in your marriage, I mean, at any stage in your marriage, again, you said one of your clients, they're empty nesters. You don't need to be newlyweds. You don't, none of that stuff. Um, but if you want to invest in this particular part of your marriage, it is absolutely worth it. So, sign up, go to getyourmarriageon.com, get on the waiting list, get the apps, do all of the things. And Dan, it's always so amazing to talk to you and to have you on the show and to share what you're working on because everything that you're working working on is life-giving and amazing. And there are very few people out there that are sort of like as prolific at this as you are. And I guess maybe I'm just like super biased because I really like you a lot, but I just love what you're doing. I love what you're doing for couples. I love what you're doing for men specifically. I think, I think you need a bigger stage to stand on and you need to be shouting everything that you do from the rooftops because it's truly bringing like health and love and connection to marriages. And that is, that is life-changing for couples, like legitimately life-changing. So thank you again for joining us. Everybody go get the apps, go to the website, getyourmarriageon.com and all of the things and follow Dan on social media. And is your handle on Instagram is just getyourmarriageon, right? Correct. Yeah. So go follow him, do all the things because he's amazing and he's doing amazing work. Is there anything else you want to say before we wrap up?
1: No, that's it. Thank you, Melanie.
0: Awesome. Thank you. You're awesome. Talk to you later. Have an amazing day. All right. Bye.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening to Anatomy of Us. This
0: podcast is produced by my mom, Melanie Studley, and hosted by my dad, Seth Studley. Our show is edited and published by our producer, Reva Hansen,
1: from Creative Media Support. Special thanks to our Patreon members that
0: get an extra episode every week. Thanks for watching, love you, bye!